Hi, everyone. Welcome to another iTalk with TUI. Uh, delighted to be joined again today uh, by Tim Rome, who is the um, business architect for application development and systems management for IBMI. And uh, now that I've read out your title, Tim, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. <laughs> <laughs> the abbreviated version is the architect of stuff. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, well, today, Tim, what I want to talk to you is about is a very particular stuff. Um, I was uh, the 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 last I talk I did uh, was with uh, Rudy, and uh, who who I know you know well, and uh, we were chatting, and it was before this was announced, so I, obviously Rudy couldn't talk about it, but uh, Rudy described this as being a game changer. And having seen a demo of it last week when I was attending IOG, you did a remote presentation on this uh, from it. Um, I'm kind of inclined to agree with Rudy. You, you just wow. you heard right. You heard right. You, this, is, this, is, this is recorded even. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm going on record here. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm agreeing with Rudy. So. Um, so, Tim, this is the new um, uh, IBM uh, navigator for I. Okay, so uh, you want to tell us just a little bit, just give people, you know, if they haven't heard about it yet, just tell them uh, what it is. Oh, absolutely, Paul. So part of the operating system, we've had a web-based interface for allowing you to manage the IBM operating system. It's been there since 2008. Unfortunately, that particular interface sucked. I guess I can't really say it any other way. Um, it was slow in performance. The UI, the user interaction wasn't the greatest. But again, it was handicapped pretty severely because one, it was created so many years ago, the world of web technologies just didn't really work great for what we were using. And then how we went about getting the data, well, we were using pretty antiquated ways to do that too. So the world today needs I mean, our, the new generation, they want a web-based way to manage and interact with the system. So we need to keep a modern user interface available. So we undertook a project, started on it about, oh, about a year and a half, two years ago, to reinvent our web navigator from truly the ground up. Yeah. And okay, well, it, you know, okay, so I had been about to ask you, why you did it, but I think you just <laughs> answered. I think you just answered that. Um, Might have. For it. So, so um, there, there are, uh, uh, and I said to you before this, but like you at the amount of time here, I, I could talk to you about this for about two hours, Tim, the amount of stuff that's in there. And as I, so what I saw in the demo, and I've had a little play with it since, right? I mean, I've, I have gone in, I've, I've, I've tried a couple of things on it. Um, but so I know this is going to be difficult for you, but can you pick out maybe one or two of what for you are the sort of standout things of, of the new INAV? I'm going to give you three. So two of them are quick. The first one is the web technology that we built it on is Angular. It's the one of the leading interactive web technologies. So, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a double thumbs up in my book. I know we're doing something state of the art. Who knew? The... The second one is our SQL services backend. 
I mean, Scott Forsty and I have been talking about services for years, and we built this entire thing on that engine. So it's a game changer from that perspective. The third one is we changed the paradigm. In the past, when you went to the web navigator, you went there to manage that system that you connected to. Well, new nav, it's a dashboard. You can go to a system, but then easily go off and manage any number of additional systems. It's truly meant to be that single place where you can get all of your systems on a single pane and you can monitor them with some pretty interesting monitoring support that we've added, as well as manage the different aspects of the operating system from one single spot. Yeah. So I, this, this was one of the things that I found quite amazing on, on a team. And, and so so correct me if I'm wrong here. So the idea of this is that obviously this is available through the technology refresh. So if let's say I've got five partitions on my system, I only need to install the PTFs on one system. And theoretically, I can now manage all five partitions. Oh, well, except for the theoretical part, you can okay, manage. I can. Okay. All systems. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and it's, and it's not the technology refresh. It's the HTTP PTF group. Okay. But yeah, otherwise you're spot on. So you put okay. the HTTP PTF group on one system. And, and honestly, I mean, this is one of those, you don't want this stuff running on production. I mean, why interface, why mess around with your production? So put it on some other partition and now you can then manage production because we're going through the host servers and the SQL services to get all that stuff. Yeah. And, and this was the other thing that I just love, Tim, is that um, you guys are just started using your own technology. I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> so, so true. I know. I know. Just total craziness. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was one of those processes where, you know, back, you think back, what, eight or so years ago, um, I can remember, you know, Scott and some others in the database team talking about table functions and it's, oh man, these are the best things ever. What do you do with them? I don't know. They're the best things ever. Well, and then we came out with this SQL service for PTF compare. Hmm. So like, maybe we should actually start applying that technology to a usable entity. And, oh, it was just amazing. And everybody was like, this is the coolest thing ever. But we've started to build upon uh, that concept of using what we create. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who knew? Um, and it's been a building process. So like when we did the DB2 Mirror project, one of the design decisions we made at that point in time for that product was to create no CL commands. Yeah. And it, it turned out, I mean, it was kind of a radical decision. And, and, you know, we had to fight some battles internally to to get through that. But it turned out to be a fantastic decision. And we built the DB2 Mirror GUI interface on top of that premise using SQL services with Angular. And we saw how well that worked. And that's when it was like, okay, we have a model, we have a technology stack, we absolutely need to get Navigator cleaned up and updated. We're going to run with this approach. And so it's been a ton of fun. And we've been building Steam with these services. We're putting out more and more um, between 
updates that we need to support interfaces with Navigator and our users that are starting to use these SQL services in their day-to-day -day life, they keep asking for, hey, can I do this? And then Scott and I sit back and, well, okay, Scott mostly goes, hmm, well, no, not yet, but we can. And we come up with some you know, new service and then yeah, we slam it into the, I mean, I can't tell you how many in, um, things in this new navigator. The only reason they're in there is because we have an SQL service that we can, you know, just plug yeah. in, wrapper it, and uh, woof, look at that. Good, good to go. And, and it's one of the things I loved uh, that anywhere that you are in there, at any stage, you can just click on that show the SQL button oh. and you can see the SQL that's running behind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. and these SQL services, like for like we're active jobs. I mean, we are using an SQL service and that service now has, I don't know, it has probably like 60 or 70 metrics on it about a single job. It's just unbelievable the amount of data you can get if you want to look at that's now there and it's in the Navigator GUI. Yeah, it, it's, and, and also then the fact that you can effectively take that and oh, sure. set up your own, set up your own service uh, for it uh, on the I, on that interface. You know, you know, with a bit of customization and that. Sure, it's sure. Really, really uh, impressive. The um, so and uh, so, is it a thing, Tim, that in the future then that the is the support for this going to go along the lines as as this sort of support we've been having on ACS, which has been very very. Um, agile, if I can, much and all as I hate using that term, but but where yeah. where, where changes are just coming at us basically at the speed of light. Uh, oh, for for sure. I mean, this is an interface where we truly do have a single source of truth. We only have one code source, so we are not OS dependent at all. The, the only thing that we do, I mean, we have to get it to you somehow. So we happen to use the PTF processor. I mean, in, in some respects, I probably could have put this out as an RPM for that matter, but um, because we're running it in an admin server and trying to simplify that whole managing of the, um, the, the web interface for you as much as possible, we kept mm -hmm. with the PTF process. But yeah, we'll be coming out with PTFs uh, certainly for the next year, likely on a, you know, once a month, once every other month. Um, yeah, but it'll be a very... Uh, regular and rapid update. And, and I think just to emphasize that those PTFs only have to be applied on one box. There's, that's absolutely true. So there's, but there's two things to be aware of, right? There's the web UI, and that only needs to go on your, on what you would call our GUI management node. Hmm. But if you want to manage different entities, right? We're using SQL services. What are those delivered with? The DB2 PTF groups. Yeah. So depending on what you're trying to get at, you, you may need to update your database PTF groups on the endpoint systems. Um, but obviously the GUI is happy to ignore those particular requests. I mean, if there's a service that's not there, we'll just happily tell you, yeah, it's not there. Have a nice day. You'll need to update your system to to to, to get this function. So, okay. So, and I, I the other thing I just want to, and maybe the last thing to touch on this, Tim. Uh, but I said so. 
if I install these PTFs on a system and I say, oh, great, I've got the new INAV, does that replace the old one? Is the old one now gone? Uh, no, it's it's not gone. It should be, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's though they run, they actually run side by side. One's coming in through port 2004. The new one is coming in through port 2002. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so if you so go to host name port 2002 slash navigator, you'll get to the new interface and they can run side by side. And, you know, there's a few reasons for that. I mean, the old navigator with all of its deficiencies, one of the things that it did that it took an A plus in was functionality. It was incredibly, incredibly rich in function. Um, you just couldn't use the function, but it was rich in function. <laughs> so there, there are some things that we haven't yet delivered in the new one. I mean, cause right, it's an agile project and we will continue to build upon what we deliver. So if hmm. there's some specific item that like only exists in the old one, you can still get to it, for example. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I, I know Tim won't say this to people who are listening, but I, I'll, I'll say it for him. So everybody, you should just go out and try this. It is, um, I'm as impressed with this as I was with ACS when it came along. So it, it really is great. So it's a great job, Tim. You, you know, credit to you and, and the team. Um, Uh, this has been a fun project for a few reasons one i've got an amazing team that i've got the pleasure of working with and the other is we did this a little differently i mean paul the development team right what we don't write customer applications right Hmm. right that's why we have to talk to people like you who do to give us input on what we deliver and design in the application development space, right? Well, we don't manage systems either. (laughs) We just don't do that. Uh, But we write really good, we can write really good code. So we've been, I've been able to get, I was able to get a group of advisors, people that manage systems like Rudy um, and like others who are IBM champions, they're business partners, they're ISVs, they're large users from our large user group. And we, we had monthly meetings and we would have discussions about how they manage the systems and what can we do to help them with that. And uh, so much of that input is got baked into this new navigator. So I'm, I'm truly indebted to this amazing group of advisors that uh, helped us with this. Yeah, I had, had the pleasure of meeting a couple of them in the UK last week. Uh, <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, so, you did. Um, so be, be, before we go, uh, Tim, so getting away from INAV for a sec. Um, you want to tell people about the ninja in your family? <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, people people think my wife and I are, are a bit on the crazy side. Well, I, just so you're aware, when you have crazy parents, that does equal crazy children. Um, so my youngest daughter, she's actually a professional ninja. Uh, she is part of the American Ninja Warrior television program. Um, she was on the show this year multiple times, absolutely had an amazing season, made it all the way to Las Vegas as part of the national finals. Um, so she's she's really, really done well. So it's been kind of cool watching you know, your kid be on national TV and becoming one of the stars of the, uh, you know, the this this television program so it's been it's pretty cool and she's not done yet she's got more shows that she's going to be on yet this year coming up in the uh, in the near future so yeah cool. it's a lot of fun a lot of fun cool. 
Okay. So, um, yeah, but I, I think of, uh, uh, you know, I, was, I'm, I, was, I want to, I want to read, read your resume and just to see that note at the bottom, have ninja in family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Tim, listen, thank you for taking the time uh, to talk to us, Tim, and, uh, and continued success and please keep up the, keep up the good work. Um, uh, my I, pleasure, Paul. Okay, folks, that's it for this uh, iTalk. Uh, tune in again for the next one. Bye for now.